Welcome to another awesome episode of From Mom Mode to Me Mode. This episode is going to be just a little bit different because it is me, myself, and I. I'm flying solo today to talk to you all about diet and exercise plans that don't suck. So before I dive into that topic, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I grew up in Utah as an athlete. I have been coaching for almost seven years now. I am a speaker. I am an author. I am a mom. I am a wife. I am a dog mom. I have a giant Newfie (laughs) in Newfoundland. I am a cat mom, and I also juggle a bunch of balls. I teach skiing in the winter. I'm a regional examiner, which means I teach instructors how to teach, and I coach my daughter's ski race team. So I juggle many, many, many balls. I also am her Girl Scout leader. <laughs> See if I can remember a few other things as we talk here. So the bottom line is, is I have been through it. I have done all the things and juggled all the things, and I ran myself into the ground doing it. And I realized after being exhausted and burnt out and my body not doing what it was supposed to be, and that's in quotes, I needed to make some changes. So let me take you back just a little bit. I was teaching group fitness. I was teaching about 12 classes a week, plus doing my own workouts, plus momming and all the other things. And my body was not responding. It was not losing fat like I wanted it to. My muscle was not growing like I wanted it to. I was exhausted. I was grumpy. I was bitchy. I was short-tempered, all the things. So I started to do some exploration. I went through some hormone testing. I figured out that my hormones were all out of whack. So I got those dialed in. But in case you were hoping, hormone replacement therapy does not help you lose weight. (laughs) It keeps you sane and it helps your body function like it should, but it doesn't help you lose weight. So just in case you were hoping that was the magic pill, it's not, but it did help. It did help a lot. And then I figured out that a lot of the foods I was eating were causing inflammation. I'm not allergic to them. I'm just sensitive to them, which means it was causing me to hold on to fat and burn muscle. And that was not my plan. So I had to make some changes there. And then last and most importantly, I got a coach and I figured out the stuff between my ears. I cleared out the gunk and really reset my mind and body. So now that I've done that, I feel great. I have great energy. My body's responding and doing what I want it to do. I have plenty of time to take care of myself, plus juggle all of the balls. I'm no longer quite so bitchy, although my teenagers will probably tell you otherwise. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I needed to make those changes. And while exercise is important and diet is important, it's most important that you enjoy it or you're not going to do it. And I'm an addict, I guess you could say, of exercise. I love to exercise. So (laughs) it's not hard for me to spend hours and hours in the gym. But I recognize that that's not everyone's case. And so as I have been coaching for these last seven years, working with women from all over the world, all different walks of life, there were a few common denominators. And that's the what I wanted to share with you today, because it doesn't have to suck. So the biggest challenge is understanding that we all juggle career, family, volunteer stuff, and try to squeeze ourselves in, which doesn't always work. Whenever I talk to someone, they always say, yep, that's the first thing that goes. So I want you to not have that be the first thing that goes. And I want you to understand that diet and exercise do not have to be painful and they do not have to be time consuming. 
You do not have to spend hours in the gym and you don't have to live on chicken and broccoli unless that's what you want to do. Personalizing it, making it fun and finding strategies that are sustainable are what I do and the only way, in my opinion, to make it stick. Let's talk about understanding what you need. Now, you need different things than I need and different things than your friends or your coworkers or your sister or your mom. It's really important to make sure that you are tailoring your diet and exercise to your life, your body, your lifestyle. Here's what I mean by that. If you only have 30 minutes a day to exercise, you can't set up a program that takes an hour a day. You're going to fail. Also, if you hate cooking, you can't set out on a program that means you're going to make healthy meals every night. You're going to fail. It's important to make sure that you know yourself and what you like and what you don't like. And then you have to set some realistic expectations. You have to set some achievable and meaningful goals that align with your personal values and your daily routines. Things like maybe you're only going to cook once a week and you're going to delegate out to your older kids and your spouse the other nights. Or maybe you're going to set a goal of walking every day because that's all you can really manage on your plate right now. That's okay. It will get you moving in the right direction. There is no reason we have to dive right into the deep end. And as high achievers, we tend to do exactly that. We tend to think that we have to dive straight in and you just don't. What you do need to do is something. Something is better than what you're doing now. Something is better than nothing. So instead of thinking of exercise and eating healthy and meditation and all these things that we try to do for ourselves as chores or additional things on your plate, think of them as an investment into you. Think of them as an investment into your future, into your kid's future, your spouse's future, because you're a lot nicer person when you take care of yourself. And the cliche, the oxygen mask thing. You cannot take care of other people if you are running on empty. It just doesn't work. So how do we make dieting, which I don't like that term, but eating well, let's replace it with that. How do we make that fun? How do we make it good? How do we make it enjoyable? First of all, you need to make sure you're getting what you need and only what you need. (laughs) You don't need a bunch of crap. You don't have to buy a bunch of health food bars and shakes and whatever nonsense you just need real food. You need protein. You need carbohydrates. Yes, you need carbs and healthy fats. Embrace avocados, embrace some nuts, eat some whole foods. My rule is the fewer the ingredients, the better. One is best. For example, chicken has one ingredient. (laughs) Broccoli has one ingredient. If you must have something that has multiple ingredients, make sure you can pronounce them all. And they are all closest to their whole food form. Meaning if there's a lot of vowels in the word, it didn't come from nature. And then be flexible. And that's really what makes a strategy successful is you have a plan and you have a little wiggle room. For example, I've had clients who are physicians. They have drug reps that come and bring them lunch, right? And so you may have packed your lunch and you're maybe ready for lunch. And then somebody comes and says, hey, I want to take you out to lunch. Flexibility is okay. One of the things I teach in my program, Revive, is how to enjoy life, how to socialize successfully. 
how to go to a restaurant and make the right choices that still fit within your parameters and don't sink you, how to go to a barbecue, how to go to a party, how to make it through the holiday season. It is possible to do all those things to enjoy it and to stay on track. And that's really the key is to make sure that you know what you need and then you build in flexibility. You build in opportunities to have fun if you're craving chocolate that day. Okay. If we make make an exception or whatever, I have chocolate every day. So it's about being flexible. It's about having a plan that will get you where you want to go and setting yourself up for success. It's also about enjoying your life. It's about spending time with your family and your friends. Eating is a social thing. We come together over meals. So involve them. Ask your kids what they like. Have them pick out recipes. Have them help if they're old enough to cook. Have your partner or your roommates or whatever, have them pick out stuff. You know, make it together. Make it an event. Younger kids, especially if they're kind of finicky, are much more likely to eat something if they've had a hand in making it. So step aside, release control, because if you're anything like me, it is very hard to do that, to let other people help. (laughs) So embrace that and let other people help you. Make it a family affair, make it fun. Take it outside, maybe eat dinner outside or have a picnic. Switch things up so it doesn't feel like a chore. Okay, so that's eating. Let's talk about exercise. Now, there are a couple of camps. There are the cardio camps. Everybody that loves the cardio. There are women who love to lift, which is me. And I hope one day will be you if that is not you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you there. And then there are the people that just hate all of it. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be honest with you. You have to move. You have to move and you have to lift heavy shit. So you're going to have to just suck it up for a minute and find a way to like it if you don't like it. (laughs) That's just the reality of it. That being said, there are tons of things that are fun that don't feel torturous. For example, if you love dancing, find a dance-inspired workout like Zumba or Body Jam or there's 5 million of them now. If you feel weird in a gym, there are things you could do with your body weight at home or in a park. You can get resistance bands and do a ton with resistance bands. And they're cheap. They're easy. They're portable. And you don't have to be in a gym to use them. If you love being outside, do it outside. There was one time, well, not one time, one year when my son was doing jazz band. It was while he was doing school online at home, pre-COVID actually. He was doing school online at home, but he was doing jazz band at the local junior high. And so I would have to drive him at the crack of dawn and sit there for an hour and then drive him home. And so I worked out in the park right next to the school and I did it rain or shine. I did it through the winter. I brought my own little dumbbells or my yoga mat. I ran up and down the stairs. I did burpees and stuff on the grass. I did it with a puffy coat in the wintertime and I did it in shorts in the, in the spring. It was dark sometimes because, you know, 630 in the morning in the wintertime, it's not very, not very light, but I found pleasure in it. And more than anything, I was able to check that box off. I got my workout done. I didn't waste an hour at the crack of dawn, just sitting in my car, scrolling through my phone, because what else would you do? Right. I'm not going to drive back home. It was a 20 minute drive. So I was stuck there. So find ways to make it fun. You don't need a gym. 
You don't need a a shit ton of equipment. You need to make it easy. You need to make it the least resistance possible, (laughs) the least amount of hurdles to jump through. If you have to drive somewhere, change your clothes, walk in, feel uncomfortable, you probably aren't going to do it. But if it requires throwing a resistance band in your car and a pair of gloves and a yoga mat and then doing it at the park, do that. I even brought a speaker, so I had music. So make sure you do that because music makes everything more fun. Fun fact, when you are doing cardio, like biking or whatever, if you ride to the beat of a song and it's 140 to 170 beats per minute, I think, anyway, don't quote me on the exact numbers, but you are 7% more efficient with your oxygen use. So fun little fact, use music. It really does help. (laughs) There are other ways you can make sure that you're getting your movement, and that is just to make sure that you're moving. One of the very best things you can do is walk. So we all have watches and phones that track our steps. I recently heard a doctor who was talking about longevity, and I would give him credit if I could remember his name, but I can't right now. And he suggested that everyone just increase their daily step count by 5,000. Just do that. You will feel so much better. You can do that by parking farther away, taking the stairs, you know, all those typical things. Or you can just go for a walk. And let me tell you what, I started walking about a month ago and I love it. I never thought I would. I always have walked my dog, but that's a little different. And I just, I did it with a different mindset. I set out there and I don't take my headphones or if I do, I don't turn them on for red like in the beginning. And I just walk in silence and I just allow my brain to just kind of unravel and unwind because you know how it gets all spun up thinking about so many different things. And I just let it kind of go. It is awesome. And now I'm walking almost two hours, but I started out just half an hour and then an hour. And that time flies by for me. So if you're working in an office, you know, go for a walk at lunch. If you are working from home, set a timer. (laughs) go outside, walk around the block. Your head will clear. You will feel better. You'll have more energy. You'll be more creative and you'll burn some calories while you're at it. So exercise can be part of your life. You can get a stand-up desk, get a walking desk. Those aren't cheap, but worth it. If you have to have a meeting or a phone call with someone, walk while you talk. Either walk physically with them Or go walk around outside while you're on the phone. No sense in sitting in a chair if you have a big, long conversation to have, unless you you need to be taking notes or something like that. But even that can be done on the move. Also, Dr. Mark Hyman, he's a super famous longevity and health expert. He talks about exercise snacks and just moving for like five minutes here and there. So in between calls, stand up and do five minutes worth of squats or lunges or something, walk up and down the stairs a couple times. You would be amazed at how much movement and benefit you can get from these little bursts of energy that don't require, again, feeling miserable. Now, is it good to get breathless? Absolutely. You should do that too. You should do that at least once a week, maybe twice, if that's the bare minimum, no more than three times a week. Get super breathless. Now, it doesn't need to be for long. It can be for 10 minutes. It can be for five minutes. Get your heart rate up, get your blood pumping, get some sweat going. It detoxes you, it clears your mind, it makes you feel good, and it helps you live longer. 
The bottom line with both diet and exercise is they don't have to suck. The only thing that makes them suck is you. So don't make them suck. (laughs) Find some things that make it fun. Team up with people. Find creative ways to do it. If you need ideas, shoot me a message. I'm happy to brainstorm with you. I'm happy to jump on a coffee chat and just talk about ways that you can make it not suck. The most important thing though is that you need stability, you need consistency, and you need support. You need people in your corner to cheer you on, to walk with you, to exercise, cook with you. You need people who are going to lift you up and If you have people in your life offering you resistance against these things, might be time to evaluate the people around you. With the exception of kids, they're going to fight you all the way through, or at least that's been my experience. (laughs) So don't tell them you're going to get healthy. Don't tell them you're switching to healthier recipes. Just start making it. Just start doing it. They will follow right in step with you. They will not question it, especially if you include them. Make it feel like their idea. Give them a few recipes to choose from. Which one do you think sounds good? A, B, or C? And then keep learning, keep growing, keep trying to investigate to figure out what your body needs. That is probably the most important thing we can do. You need to know your body. You need to know it today, but you also need to know it in the future because she's going to change. She's always changing. So it's important to be in tune with your body enough to know when things change and what it means and how to adapt. And that is a big part of what I do and what I teach with my clients is how to know their bodies, how to give their bodies what they need and how to adapt and change as things change. Taking control over your life, taking control over your body, over what goes into it, over what you do with it, it will change everything. It will make you better at everything. It will make you a better businesswoman. It will make you a better mom. It will make you a better partner, a better lover, a better friend. So I really want to encourage you to book a strategy session with me. I'm offering them to all the listeners of this summit some one-on-one time just to chat. Let me get my eyeballs on your life. Pick my brain. Let's come up with some ideas of how to make things not suck, how to make it fun and how to make it doable. I guarantee you, my promise to you is if we spend time together, I will give you actionable stuff that will make a difference in your life immediately. That is with the caveat that you'll actually do it. But let's just say you'll do it. Book a personal strategy session with me as a thank you. Normally they're $249 as a thank you to all the listeners of this event. It's only going to be $99. <laughs> They're normally $249. It's only going to be $99, which is a significant discount because it matters to me. I want you to really find value both in this event and in our session. And I promise you it will make a difference. So the link will be in all the promotional material. It will be part of this. I also have another tool that I just developed and you can have it right away for free. It's called a lifestyle audit. And what it is, is a fun little quiz to take. It takes literally less than two minutes. You answer a couple of questions about what your habits are now. And I will send you some personalized feedback immediately about how to start making changes. So if you hadn't figured it out, I really want you to make some changes. I wanna make it as easy as possible. So I'm giving you as many tools as I can physically create and helping you use them. So download 
the lifestyle audit, do it right away. That'll give you something to work on right now. And then schedule your personal strategy session with me. And we will go even deeper and really make some lasting change. So I really appreciate you listening to this. I hope you stuck through all the way through the end. (laughs) Give me some feedback. Let me know what you thought about this whole event, what you thought about this particular interview. Well, I guess it's not really an interview episode, we'll call it. (laughs) And let's connect. Let's connect on social media. Let's be friends, so to speak. I want you to succeed. I want you to feel good. I want you to look and feel like the badass you are. Thank you. Thank you.